0: Hello and welcome to the Blues Guitar Show podcast with me Ben Martin from the com. Hope everyone's having a great week and I hope you're keeping up with your 3 P's of guitar playing with your passion, practice and perseverance. How cheesy is that? I know, right? Um I hope everyone's having a good one. Um Really cool to speak to Eddie Ninevolt. He's such an awesome dude. Uh, if you haven't listened to his music, I really, I would recommend starting with an album called Little Black Flies. That's the one that I think really uh, spoke to me. I was, it's just it blew me away when I first heard it. Um, the album he did after that, I think, went to number one, which is which is awesome. But for me, the Little Black Flies record, uh, it's a little bit more bluesy, a little bit more rhythm and bluesy amazing guitar playing on that album and just great songs um seems to be a lot of great music coming out at the moment I don't know whether through doing this uh and you know going out doing shows more um seeing more people speaking to more people or whether it's like we're in a bit of a renaissance with great music coming out but between Dyer Davis and Kingfish and um and Eddie Volt and GA20 and all these great bands um yeah it just seems like we are we are in a a time of awesome, awesome guitar music, which is which is really great. Uh, so, what I am going to do today is we're going to talk a little bit about acoustic playing, a little bit about finger picking, and we're going to cover the intro of the acoustic version of Layla. So, this is all based off of the Unplugged album, which I think if you listen to my top ten acoustic blues album, uh, I can't remember what number it was, but it was definitely in there. It's a it's an amazing album. Um, it's one of uh, is it one of the best? It must be one of the best um, live recording albums. It's uh, absolutely fantastic, phenomenal guitar playing on there. Clapton's obviously got a great band. If you're not aware of it, I'm sure you're aware of it. I'm probably just preaching to the converted, but if you're not aware of it, check it out. Uh, It's the 1992 Clapton Unplugged. Now, uh, there's a couple of interesting things about this uh, guitar piece, but let me play it to you first. If you're aware of the song, which I'm sure you all are, you can kind of hear that it's, it's a rearrangement and a reworking of the main riff. Um, but there's a couple of really cool shapes in here that are repeated throughout. So I'm going to talk you through how to play each part of the riff, and then we're going to have a little look at some of those rhythms, because it's a little bit swung, this one. It's not... It's kind of a... So let's look at the first part here. So what I'm doing is I'm gonna start by making a D chord shape with my hand. And then we're just gonna drop the first string notes. We don't need to play that first string notes. If you're fretting a D chord, if you're fretting it with your first three fingers, you can drop off your second finger. So I've got my uh, first finger on the third string of second fret. And then I've got my third finger on the second string third fret. So the notes we've got here, we've got an A and we've got a D just playing a fifth okay that's what we're going to start with our hand on now the lead into that is we're going to do this with our second finger so we keep our fingers on that one second thing we're going to do fifth string zero three and then we're going to play the open d string and then that a and d all together now with the picking hand that first part all thumb and then i've got thumb Finger one, finger two. So. And if you ever know the um, the song Midnight Rider, that's all that is. So there you go, two classic riffs for the price one. Awesome riff. Same kind of idea though. So we're going to go. And then we just have. To do thumb, thumb, so that's fourth string open, so D, then C. So then we get into the next position here where we change our hand position. So that first part, then we get into a kind of bar chord, five chord position. So I've got my first finger on fret one of the A string, so we've got um, a B flat, and then I've got my second, uh, my third and fourth finger on fret three on the uh, fourth and third string. So we've got fifth string one, fourth string three, third string three. So it's it's a B flat five with an octave. So just B flat five. And we're just gonna play and I'm picking those, I'm not strumming, we're picking those. So I've got my thumb, finger one and finger two on those three strings and it's a good one for practice player, practicing playing close together strings because when you're finger picking sometimes it's really tough when you've got strings that are too close together you want to just strum them with your thumb but you're going to pick that twice and then go up two frets and then up two frets again so that's okay so we have that whole part That's what it would sound like if we played it kind of without the rhythm. We'll put a little bit of swing on the first bit. And then this bit. So we could play first two straight and then the next two we're gonna play closer together. And then they're a little bit pushed. So it's dun, dun, da dah, dah, here So you hear how my, vo- my uh, voice was ahead of the click. Dun, 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 dun So there's a little bit of a gap there. And I'm actually slapping the strings a little bit in between them. So just in between the last two. And then the second half of the riff is almost exactly the same, but just with one added note and this one added note actually changes quite a lot of what we're doing um, because at the moment we're going sort of a d5 b flat five c5 back to d5 but this one note this f on the bottom of string fret one is going to change our d5 to a d minor Okay, so now we're going to do the same riff at the beginning and now we're going to have to change our fingers round to play this D minor. So first finger goes on first fret string one, third finger goes on third fret string two, second finger goes on second fret string three. So your D minor shape. And then you need to make sure that when you do that second time round, you really hear this this F ringing through. So I play that as a, um, a kind of roll. So instead of picking them all at the same time, I'm going... So you get this effect. And it usually helps highlight. I can actually play the last note louder if I want to. I can go soft, 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 loud. And then back to three on the A string, so we're gonna go back to our C, and then. So put it all together, there you have it it's a really fun thing to play and worth learning the rest of the song as well in fact that whole album is a great thing to study if you're looking at getting into playing um, any of that kind of acoustic fingerstyle blues it's a really interesting way of playing fingerstyle that um, that Clapton has I almost think of it as quite different to regular fingerstyle country blues like if you learn a lot of the I mean if I was to play you a sort of example of each of the different eras if you like you've got your like really old ragtime actually kind of 1930s or I guess 20s through to sort of 40s type of acoustic blues Um, and then you've got your kind of classic Delta Uh, and then we've got uh, after that you get your kind of beginning of electric blues you know the early kind of Muddy Waters stuff you have that good stuff and then you have through to your um, your kind of later almost um, more sort of rock and roll inspired blues stuff where you have the (laughs) acoustic Of different stuff in there. I mean, there's obviously the Hot Tuna style. But Clapton's stuff really combines elements of all of that. He's got a bit of the Delta Blues. Especially in the harmony that he plays. Um, he's got a little bit of the Ragtime Blues when he does things like Nobody Knows You In The Down and Out" That... Um, And then you also hear that he's got a little bit of influence of country blues as well. But it's almost like he's got a style unto himself. And it's really interesting to um, learn some of his stuff and study it because he does almost like electric blues on an acoustic. Another album I mentioned a while, a while back on the podcast was the Buddy Guy Blues Singer album. He does a similar thing. They've got a similar kind of style, those two, when they're playing acoustic blues, uh, which is where you kind of, you really mix the lead line, single line note melody with your kind of harmonized acoustic blues approach, Uh, but really worth looking into. So I hope that was useful. Uh, I hope that was fun. Uh, Don't forget to leave me a review uh if you can if you're listening on apple podcasts it'd be really helpful if i got some more reviews um you guys in the US you are awesome you're smashing it but you lot over here in the UK come on we can do better <laughs> Uh, more reviews in the UK would be would be amazing but certainly if you're in the US and you find this useful please do keep leaving reviews um keep giving me five stars if you can uh that would be absolutely wonderful we're on episode 141 or two I can't remember which one this is but either way there is a whole lot of uh free guitar playing content um out there in the podcast for you now. So I would really uh, appreciate any extra reviews would be much appreciated. So have a great week, everybody. Uh, Don't forget, if you're interested in becoming a subscriber, uh, details of how to do so are in the show notes below. Um, You can just click on the link make your first payment of just $5 um, and then you will receive an email inside the email you just need to click on the podcast app that you use and then you'll have a subscription feed added to your uh, podcast app and that will give you access to all of the locked episodes which I think now is around about 25 26 uh, lessons complete with tab downloads and all that good stuff anyway waffling out of the way I'll catch everybody next week have a great one see you soon